right, well, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time it is, wherever you're tuning in from out there, and welcome to the first ever broadcast of Controversial You. I am your host, David Douglas, along with my two co-hosts here, Mike and Jay. So basically, the premise of our show is pretty simple. Uh, what we're going to be doing is taking a look at some of the most controversial calls in football, how those calls affected the games, and how those games affected the entire outlook of the season. At the end of the show, I'm going to declare one of these two guys a winner, pass the mic off to them for their own personal rant, basically until I tell them to shut up. Uh, Today we're going to be looking at Clemson versus Pitt and Michigan versus Ohio State, both games in 2016, both games that had a tremendous impact on the season. So let's just jump right into it. Yo, guys, take it away. All right. Welcome to Controversial U. I'm Jay Keller. Today we're going to get into Clemson versus Pitt, and I'm here with Mike Schmel. Yes, this is Michael Schmel, a.k.a. Mad Mike. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> all right, so I'd like to get into it. Did you watch this game? Did you watch Clemson versus Pitt? Uh, yes, sir, I was there. All right, so what, what was your overall take on the game and – the outcome and everything that transpired in the second half. Yeah, I thought it was horrible. Um, one of the worst games I've been to at Clemson. Been probably going for a decade now, and that was uh, a not fun game to be in attendance there. I did hear a lot of echoing with the calls. Uh, probably one of the loudest Clemson has gotten just booing at the refs. Um, I do think it was well-deserved. However, I am one that disagrees with the Clemson fans. Um, with Clemson Nation, I do love you out there. Uh, but to say we lost that game just because of the holding calls and the Ben Bowler personal foul, um, I guess WWE slam down that he did, um, I don't think that's the reason why we lost the game. That was a Syracuse. The WWE, the WWE slam, slam down? Was, yeah, that was Syracuse. That was Syracuse. Was a different call. Okay. But – the third and one call is the first one that we're going to get into. We're going to get into, and that was just basically because he's been bullware. And so to open it up, we're going to just kind of play the clip for you, and then you can listen to the announcers and what they had to say about it. Because as you said before, Clemson Nation didn't agree. Um, loudest boos you've ever heard. At Clemson a game. Nation. We lost that game because we probably gave up. I think it was around 500 yards of total offense. Um, and we also, Deshaun Watson threw three picks, one in the end zone uh, with about five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It was not because of the holding calls. He set an ACC um, record for passing yards. He did. He did. And uh, it's, you know, Pitt's defense, they played a lot up the middle. Uh, they crowded the box. We could not run. Um, Gallman was not effective that game. Neither was Deshaun running. All we could do was throw. So his stats were going to be there offensively. Okay. So now we've heard your pretty much your whole argument. So. Let's listen to the play, and um, and then we'll go from there. Shovel pass again. Not going to get there. Don tears forward. And a flag comes late. He's going to say, we'll see where he stop his forward motion. Might not matter. Davos Sweeney one bit. I mean, there's too much laundry on the field for me. There's too much. And you make a stop, yeah, and, and is there a whistle? You know, he's trying to get the guy to the ground. That's what football is about. Keep the flag in your pocket. If there was a whistle, you, you can't hear it down here. It's so loud. Yeah, exactly, Todd. I mean, they don't even factor that in. You know, 
it's just it's 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 too much right now. Let the kids play the game. All right, so after that, third and one, fourth quarter, Clemson's up by a touchdown. They get a stop here. Let some let some clock run, all that different stuff until you know give Deshaun the ball back, come down and score again. Now, I think this was extremely soft. After watching that, I mean, he barely tossed him, and this is a big dude. Connor's a huge running back. Like he's probably arguably the best running back in ACC. I mean, I don't hear any other argument on that. Dalvin Cook disagrees. Okay, Dalvin Cook would disagree, which probably the NFL would disagree with that too. All right, so just after watching that first that play, first and first and fifth or first and ten after that fifteen yard penalty, I think the next play, Pittsburgh scores and ties the ball game up. So why do you not say like and Clemson really hasn't, as you said before, Clemson really didn't stop them the entire time, and so when they did. You know, those are kind of back-breaking calls when you're third and one, and then you know, you got a new set of downs you got to play because of some BS call that some ref decided to make. Because and Bullware doesn't get that call if he doesn't suplex the guy at Syracuse because he got that call because of who he is. Yes, but in today's age with uh, participation trophies, you can't slam a guy to the ground like that. Don't go participation. Watching, trophies. watching, being a Cam Newton fan. <laughs> First of all, shout out, shout out to Cam Newton, shout out to the Camthers. But being a fan of him and seeing him not getting the calls he deserves, it frustrates me. When Ben just goes out there and starts slamming dudes, you're going to get a 15-yard penalty for it. But this is a running back. It's not a quarterback. I don't understand if it was a defenseless receiver, which is what the rule states, and if it's a defenseless quarterback that you're either going for his He's trying to lift the dude off his two feet and slam him to the ground. He barely tossed him. We're trying to make a disgrace of 20-year-old kids out here. Just tackle the man, boy. What's wrong with that? Just tackle the man. That's all. I'll give you this. It was after the whistle, okay? Play was dead. Play was dead, but you can't – you can't – the guy's 240 pounds, and he barely tossed him. And then the ref had had his flag out before the guy even hit the ground. Now, nah, my man was trying to show out. He was trying to show out. He was trying to show up on SportsCenter. And you know what? Mission accomplished. I mean. But far and away, I think the bigger issues, other than the holding calls, other than the defensive holding calls, other than the personal foul on Ben Boulware, I think all that is neglected by bad defense and not running the football in crucial times, especially whenever we could not pick up one yard, third and one, fourth and one, in crunch time in the fourth quarter, which I thought was going to be a problem and a reason why we wouldn't win a national championship. Fortunately, we got our running game corrected when it mattered the most. But I do okay. disagree saying that those calls it's funny you uh, weighed heavy on the it's, game. It's funny you mentioned the fourth and one because – let me, let me put you in this scenario that Pitt, on to our next call, which we can go ahead and listen to that. It's Kayvon Wallace holding, defensive holding penalty, which there was nobody there. He didn't touch him. And um, so we'll go ahead and let you listen to that. Peterman lost one down the sideline. The timing off of Chester Weah, but there is a flag. They had Kayvon Wallace, the safety, in coverage. Holding. Defense, number 12, 10-yard penalty. Take a look. I didn't see it. It's an all-out blitz. The safety, Kayvon Wallace, has man-to-man. That's... <laughs> oh, I don't 
to see it, Steve. I don't know what to tell you. No. Nope. There's no foul there. Not there. That's, That's cool. when you pick up and put it in your pocket. Okay, so after watching that, after you heard what the announcer said about it, and after you heard the Clemson fans' reaction about it, how do you feel about that call? That call was atrocious. I was in that game, and that was probably one of the biggest boo birds uh, came out out of Death Valley, um, probably around 6.30 uh, whenever that happened. But it was god-awful. He needs to go back to be coaching my rec league basketball games, frankly, on Friday Night Light. Okay, so um, you can agree. Shout out was- to Lee Road All-Stars, by the way, too. But, yes, that was a terrible call. But, once again, one call um, gets negated over a total of 180 plays throughout a game of football. Okay. So, so you're saying you one call a, affected so, the so win and loss. An, an, an atrocious call, correct? Terrible call. So, all right. So, we can agree there. So, on third and 16, and this call was made. Third and 16 is where, after the fourth and one play that you mentioned that we didn't pick up a yard, our defense stopped them to third and 16 where this – holding call was this ghost holding call was made so you don't think that that had a bigger impact than the way Clemson played that whole day do I think that one play affected the outcome of the game absolutely not because there's 180 plays that take course over the game that could have corrected that out so that play doesn't happen what what your fourth and 16 whenever that play did happen but whenever that play did happen they still could have stopped Pitt from scoring I think two or three plays after that play they went on and they marched they walked the dog on the defense and they scored a touchdown but back breaking calls like that on third down when your defense has done enough to stop them, back-breaking calls like that, I think the refs, period, had way too much influence on that game in the second half, period. Now, I didn't see any calls that were controversial going Clemson's way. I mean, an argument could be made for the fourth and one that went Gallman dove over the goal line, but they reviewed it, and he, he did cross the plane. Correct. But, and I want to say one of the head officials was a graduate of USC, um, which – I goes in the uh, conspiracy theory files for, you know, different subject for a different day. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, if if they run for a first down on third and one and fourth and one mm-hmm. during winning time late in that fourth quarter, and if Deshaun doesn't throw a pick in the end zone uh, late in the fourth quarter, um, those games and those calls uh, don't matter at all. Um, we had a whole game, four quarters of defense to be played. Um, I don't remember the final score per se, but I mean Pitt. 42. Yeah, Pitt put up 43 points. Mm-hmm. Um, their kicker, oddly enough, uh, last name was Blewett, um, but it definitely didn't give me the uh, ironic meaning that I wanted to say. Um, but okay. I just don't see how you can sit okay. here and you, say that one 15-yard okay. penalty let's, determines the outcome in a game. Let's say let's say I give you the overall outcome. Okay, Clemson didn't have their best day. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And then, so you're telling me that if you're playing defense right now, if you're playing defense right now, you get a team down to third and 16. I believe we got a sack that kept the clock running. And then so they did a hurry-up offense, and they had Kayvon Wallace in the game, which was one of our freshman cornerbacks. And he runs he runs an out route and barely touches the guy. No more than I can touch you running off the line. And you're supposed to be able to do that in the first five yards. And so it was. And now that call on third and 16 
when you're in the fourth quarter, had to play, played a whole four quarters of defense. You're telling me that that call didn't have any direct outcome in where the game was played. Because they went after that call, they had one play. They had one play that they picked up maybe 10 yards, and it was a 48 yard field goal. Yeah, it was that. probably that same pitch to the tight end that they kept, uh, you know, taking our lunch on. I do remember that play, and I also remember the bad technique on our corners that day, too. They would not turn their head around and play the ball. Uh, they were tugging. They were grabbing. Um, it was a little bit weak of the officials to call some of those plays. And the one play that you are referring to is um, definitely egregious. I don't even think he made contact with them. That was a terrible play. It's in the last two um, minutes of the game, but though. But most, most of the other pass interference calls – I do agree with on poor technique by our defensive backs. And every single game of football, there's going to be one or two bad calls. I mean, so whenever we lose, we can't be those guys that go back and say, if this play would have happened, if that play would have happened, it would have made the difference. I just think we need to move on. Okay. I mean, I still give you the overall, but I'm still not sold on the the Clemson should have played better and all this different stuff because in the last two minutes, if I'm getting a call like that and I'm a rookie cornerback, that's going to do something to my mindset. So, like, you know, the refs are against us, you know, so is this other team. So And give credit to Pitt quarterback. I mean, he, rec- you know, he uh, you know recognized what that was happening. And whenever we sent the blitz, he would oftentimes just throw it 30, 40 yards down the field looking to get those P.I. calls. And it seemed like more times than not he got those. I think we can agree, though, um, that losing that game ended up working out good for Pitt. I recall – You mean Clemson. um, Michigan losing to Iowa. uh, One other big team lost, and we were back in the four seed. Washington Um, lost to USC. Washington lost to USC. Yeah, 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 they got manhandled. So whenever we woke up, we were still the four seed and then college football playoff. Um, So ultimately, hey, we lost, and we're still champions, baby. Do you think the playoff – committee looked at those calls and kind of swayed it towards Clemson being in the four spot because I mean you don't think that they took that into consideration that you know those those calls don't get made then Clemson still wins maybe but NC State correct me if I'm wrong NC State was before Pitt correct NC State was like in November okay in October okay um so, yeah, I think the committee saw what happened against NC State, saw what happened against Troy, um, you know, one-possession games. NC State should have be, uh, beaten us, quite frankly. And I think that was um, kind of a ultimately uh, result uh, for the committee. They looked at Pitt. We lost. We had some bad calls. But we also lost – we should have lost the game against NC State. And it was a one-possession game against Troy, who did end up with double-digit wins. I still think they take it into consideration because Washington's loss was a lot worse, and they got to number six. They dropped from three to six, um, or four to six, and then Clemson dropped from two to four because, I mean, and Michigan dropped completely out of it too because they got pretty much manhandled the entire game, and then it was a a close game, not much controversy going with that. Bless you. Bless me. Um, But I think with – I, I think they did take into account this controversy that went on with these these two calls. These, I mean, there were more calls. You were at the game. There were more calls that could be made arguments for. But those are the two that stand out the most because it gave them a first down and a scoring opportunity and another scoring opportunity where Clemson's defense had held on three downs. So, in my in my opinion, 
those are controversial because those calls don't get made. Clemson might not win the national championship because if they keep playing like they were, where and are they I at? think it's only controversial if Clemson doesn't give up 500 yards of total offense, doesn't give up 43 points, and Deshaun doesn't have three interceptions. We can pick up a fourth and one late in the game, and we can run the football. Take 13 points off of that without those calls. If Take we do all of that, of that, but if we do all that, we can run the football, and then we can win the game. Take 13 points off of what with those without those calls. Take in every single off. game. There's going to be one or two plays that the refs made that were bad. We can't be those guys that just blame the refs on why we lost that game. Even though they're to blame? They are not to blame. Our running game was to blame. That little super super flex package where we have all that man meat up the middle with uh, Dexter Lawrence and Christian Wilkins, and we run a pitch outside instead of going through the tackles. We have 800 pounds of man meat on the field, and we try to pitch the ball outside. I don't get it at all. Quit saying man meat. So you're saying that that one play gave us that gave us a loss. So you're saying that that play, if we had gotten that, we don't we win. No. So if we had gotten that, we win. If we would have gotten that play at that time we the, in we the fourth the quarter, game. yeah, we would have won. So it all came down to one play. You're basically making my argument for me. Well, that's a call. We're talking okay. about plays and not calls. Because after that call, after the defensive uh, holding, the egregious call on Kavon Wallace. Okay, so you agree it's egregious. So it was egregious call on our offensive part to run a pitch. It was egregious call on the officials' part. By There's the a difference calling. in a game-winning play between a call being made, your defense is still on the field, and they walk a dog on your defense three more plays and score a touchdown on they you. They scored the next play. After the, after the third and one, they scored the next play. The very next play on them. It was because uh, of that was, holding I, call. Excuse me, it was the second play after that. Because they hit the tight end over the middle. And then they, and then I think. Well, that's making a play. There's a difference right. between so a game winning play, play okay. but they don't have and having a call. If that, if that call is not made, they don't have an opportunity to make that play. Period. Correct, but we had the opportunity to stop them, however. We had them stopped, minus the call. We didn't have them stopped when they drove 30 yards down the field that very next play and scored a touchdown. On that same damn pitch pass to the tight end that they ran against us for probably about 100 pounds. That's shovel pass. Yes, back door. Do you notice how other teams tried that later on? Yeah, and it was laughable. I don't know if Virginia (laughs) Tech did. I think Ohio State tried it too. Well, Ohio State couldn't get anything going. But All right. I think we're going to pass this one over to Dave. Yeah, I'm going to take over from here. Um, I think you guys both made some really compelling arguments, but – I'm going to have to give this one to Jay slightly. Dang, that's almost a tie. Um, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it to Jay just because uh I think that at the end of the day we did have them stopped. We did make the plays necessary to get the ball back and control that game, but the refs just had their way with us. And I don't know if it was the whole USC grad conspiracy. We can get into that at another time. But I am going to go with Jay by a slim margin on this one. Um, Let's take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Wait a second. This is a podcast. Sorry, guys. We don't have commercial breaks. Forgot about that. Well, just enjoy the music. Mike welcomes you back. Our next topic. 
Ohio I like State, this game. Michigan. I like this game a lot. This game was, I thought, ESPN talked it up well. Did you watch it? Yes, and before we dive into this, um, I don't know if one day we can put together of you know kind of the best bars uh, to go to in downtown Clemson, but yes, I was watching it. I was enjoying some adult beverages on the second story, overlooking a beautiful sun-soaked day in Death Valley, uh, Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, tailgating was gorgeous that day, um, kind of getting a little big off topic here, but we're at Study Hall, a new bar that opened up, wonderful place. I uh, got about six TVs on the roof. I uh, did watch the first half, did not watch the second half, which is when these controversial calls happen in overtime. Um, but Ohio State uh, did win. Um, going back to the points I was making in my last argument, uh, one play, one call um, doesn't really affect uh, the game that much in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, if there's two minutes left to play in the fourth quarter and a play's made to win the game, uh, then obviously um, – but my thing, uh, big picture-wise, uh, those two plays had huge impact on college football's grand scheme of things. It prevented Penn State um, from going to the college football playoff. Um, it prevented Michigan from going to the college football playoff. Ohio State went. Um, personally, I think any big team team would have uh, gotten their ass beat um, by Florida State Agreed. or Clemson uh, in the bowl games. Um, but, yeah, those two plays definitely had a uh, big, big momentum in uh, the college football playoff. Um, okay, well, all right, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, fourth and one. All right, well, let's do, the, let's do the pass interference first. Michigan gets the ball first, right? Um, driving down, they, get, they don't get a first down. They make two good plays. It's, uh, I think, third and four, maybe. And... Um, Quarterback drops back, throws the ball, basically just tackled by the the Ohio State defender. Basically, just tackles him in mid balls in midair. Just tackles him, no call, nothing. Forces to settle for a field goal. All right, let's stop there, and we'll. So let's just blame this poor ref for the whole entire game. Let's just blame this man for the. Oh, what's going on the entire game? We're just going to overtime. This is going on ref. the entire game. These OSU grads, which is a rumor. I believe I don't know if there's any factual basis to that, but that was something that I did see. Oh, well, we got to blame the refs all the time, man. Because they have too much. That's the whole premise. Don't be of that guy. Is that they have too much influence on the game? Period. Period. All right, fourth and one. Ohio. Ohio These State. refs are librarians on the weekend. <laughs> they are part time for higher refs. They do make decent money. But you can find them at your local golf oh, course. I'm sure being they made a, a lot of money off these games. I'm sure they bet on these games. Well, don't blame Scotty for you know for part time work when he's checking golf cart receipts the other six months out of the year. These poor refs. I got you, refs. I got you. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'll represent you guys. Okay. First of all, no one likes refs. So if so facto, no one likes you. So let's move on from that, and we'll shout out to the refs. You know what I'm saying? They can help you out. Clemson could use a little bit of that ref loving there in Pittsburgh, and they didn't get it. They could have used a lot of ref loving all year, but we won't. If you chance, heard all those boos and you were being refing, would you want to give Clemson calls? I wouldn't have gave them a damn call after they would have booed me for about two quarters. Would that not want you? To, uh, would that not make you want to call better? I mean, and not just completely blow calls. Yeah, actually, I would want them to stop booing, and I would, I would have thrown flags in favor of Clemson. Yeah, no doubt about exactly, it. <laughs> exactly my point. Like, exactly my point. All right, so let's watch this play. This first one is the pass interference. 
um, on um, no. This is a no call pass interference on Michigan. So let's watch this real quick. Spain has time. Delivers incomplete and well defended by Conley. It's fourth down. Wow, that is a good throw and a big time play by Gary on Conley, turning his body around Perry to get the left hand there to knock it away. There's the right arm holding on to that right arm of Perry's. The officials do not see that, but the left hand ends up getting away to be able to knock the ball away. Yeah, grab and turn, it's an automatic flag. You can get away with a momentary grab. Okay, so after watching that, was that pass interference? Did that, should that have been called? Should they have, should they have to have another opportunity to score? Yes. Okay, so did that, get, did that call influence Michigan being able to score? Yes. Uh, did the interception that Michigan's quarterback threw in the uh, red zone, did that affect the game in the first quarter? Yes. So could those two plays technically then negate themselves? You're, whoa, you're talking about one you're talking about one play. All right, so you're you're, you're talking, talking about one you're, play. All right, grand scheme of things, you're talking about the beginning of the game. Was was the second quarter that he threw the pick in the red zone? Yeah. You're talking. Okay, so there's still a game to play. This is overtime. This is crunch time. But if he this didn't throw that pick final... and he didn't give Ohio, and if he didn't give Ohio State the easy touchdown with good field position, then the game doesn't go into overtime. So how is that play more important than that no call that the ref made in the fourth quarter? Okay. Like your previous argument, like you said before, there's going to be bad that calls. I should have won, Dave. You know better. No, you lost. Get over it. Don't talk to me, Mike. So, like you said before, there's bad calls. There's different things that happen over the course of a game. So, there's different opportunities where things could have gone one way and things could have gone the other way. There is no other opportunity for Michigan to get the ball back after this call. This is forcing them to kick a field goal. You there know what? No I mean, Harbaugh should have called that. another play. Harbaugh should have called another so play. You How go, about that? So, you go for it. You go for it after that. After Harbaugh should have called another call, play. How about that? Basically, after that whole game, Harbaugh feels like he's playing against the refs and should've he's playing against the You, you should have called a better play. What do you mean? When the guy gets tackled in a, pit, in a pass. Like, what is that? I mean, is just Mr. No Khaki Pants on, on the sidelines is one of the biggest whiners, and I was personally happy to see that go against his way. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, too, because it was, was kind of – Nice seeing him do that, but the play that was more egregious was the, the spot of the foul. Uh, yes, I think we can both agree on that one. But Michigan, go... Mi- Michigan wins the ball game if that doesn't happen. Period. The pi. What? Pass interference, no call. No, the Michigan doesn't win the ball game on the fourth and one. Yeah. Or Michigan wins the ball game on the fourth and one, and arguably score a touchdown if they don't call the pass interference. To me, all that right. play was worse. Let's watch it. Let's okay, watch, let's it. watch well, it. All right, let's watch it. Keeper. Delano Hill got there. It looks like it's a first down. It is. Ohio State stays alive barely. They're going to review the spot. They're going to review the spot. He was hit low, then then ran into a couple of bodies high and knocked down. I, I don't think, again, if you go by where he landed, he looks like he's a half a yard short. If you go by where the forward progress is while he's in the air, I think he's right at the mark. Okay. To me, that's a lot worse because the refs went under the booth, watched it, the slow-motion replay, and still did not make the correct call, which is terrible. How do you go through slow-motion replay and still get that call wrong? Now, that's terrible. Okay, so that call, 
basically influenced the entire game. I think the next play they ran a touchdown run after that. So what did that do to Michigan's defense? After they realized that this call was made, fourth and one, and they stopped him, and then they're like, oh, first and ten. I wouldn't want to play anymore. I would just be like, wow, I can't even win with this at all. That play was just as uh, just as valuable as when Michigan's quarterback turned it over for the you second time in bad field position, and Ohio State was able to come up with quick points-off turnovers without even moving the ball with that ragtag offense that they have. David, get they this scored, guy out of here. They this scored quick points, and those plays happened in the first quarter, and without those plays, that game shouldn't – Shouldn't have had even been in overtime. So you think without those plays, that play was just as important as the interception. So those calls don't get made. Those calls don't get made. Don't influence the game. The calls did get made, and those plays did happen in the first quarter. So you're arguing that first quarter plays are just as important as overtime plays. I'm arguing that, is, that every play, no every play is important. Every play can be a big play. Every play could be uh, executed better. Okay. Um, who executes plays better? I mean, the, uh, these coaches. I mean, they could call different plays. I mean, I mean, how's? What do you mean call different? How plays? are they not? Like, if you know, the they might are, be second guessing their play call, and you don't know that. How? All right, so different play call. Let's say there's a different play call. All the plays. JT are the Barrett same. runs out of bounds. Runs out of bounds. Short of the line. Short of the line, and they review it and make the same call. That's a different play call. I don't discriminate on plays. Every play is the same. Every play is big. Okay, so yeah, every play. Okay, every play is big on the first on in first quarter and overtime. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no you can't you can't argue that because last play of the game. This this could have been last play of the game, and if they had caught it right, it would have been the last play of the game. Michigan's in the playoff, done. But they didn't. They got it wrong, clearly, and it's extremely controversial because all this stuff came out about the calls earlier in the game that didn't go Michigan's way. The calls earlier in the game that were. Heavily favorable for OSU. What and if Michigan makes the, a play? This call. What if Michigan makes a play in the second quarter, scores a touchdown on a thirty-yard uh, touchdown reception, and they win the game, thus not in taking the, the game quarter. to overtime? Okay, you're talking about in the second quarter. There's still what I'm saying is there's no opportunity. But if they made a game-winning play, play to, to put themselves in position to win the game in the second quarter, in overtime, there's then no how is that play less valuable than the play that happened at the end of the fourth quarter? There's no more opportunity. There's no more opportunity. You get what I'm saying? So there's no opportunity for Michigan to score again once that play, once that call is made. Once that fourth down or the third down call, no call on the pass interference, they kick a field goal. There's no other opportunity for them to score again unless they stopped Ohio State, which they did on fourth and one, and they kicked a field goal. Or they and Ohio State kicked a field goal or they lost the game. I just don't like blaming poor Joe Schmo the ref, you know? Somebody's got to be. You got a thing against okay, refs, man. Okay. Let it go. Somebody's got to hold them accountable for the calls that they make. So just let it go, refs. Man. Do you remember that whole debacle with the NFL and the replacement referees? Yes. Because they had a lockout and everything. Do you remember how egregious those were? Well, they have part. They have refs. Because the NFL, too, the NFL league. is now is um, I believe has someone that monitors the refs now. So, I mean, what's what's the problem with going towards that? Moving towards that, because that's ridiculous. Like you can't have some someone in stripes should not influence the game as much as they do. Period. And they did. They affected that game heavily. If you watch the entire game, there were calls that were favorable for Ohio State the entire time. And in the last t- 
two in the last two possessions, final two possessions, they made two of the biggest calls that influ- heavily influenced the outcome of the game. But then what do you do? So every play goes to replay? You know how slow those no, games I'm will be. No one would watch that. Goes to replay. And whenever plays do go training. to replay, the refs still get the call wrong, like that fourth and one spot of the ball foul. They still that play went under review. That play was replayed by multiple refs. So slow how do they motion. not get it right? How do they he still got it, right? it wrong? Thank so that, you. So it comes back. So he still got it wrong. So that goes back to his training, right? The refs training. So why not have better training for refs? Figure out a way that we can have an impartial third party come in here and say, hey, yeah, he didn't get there. You know what I'm saying? And make the right call because, like, how do, how do us – That as, I'm with I, you. That do, I'm with you. How do the us, refs do need to get better. We don't need to have these refs for hire that work four months out of the year. They need to be full-time. Okay. They need to be compensated for okay. it. It's not like right. the NCAA is slacking money. I can get on board with compensation. I can get on board with that. But to say that – a first quarter play is just as equivalent as a fourth quarter last two minutes or an overtime play. I think is absolutely ridiculous, and that the fourth and one call decided the outcome of the game. Period. Michigan wins if they call it right. Ohio State won if they. If they you know, Clemson it. scored fourteen points on Alabama in the fourth quarter to win the national championship. Um, if they would have scored those fourteen points in the third quarter. In the first quarter, in the second quarter, um, the the total, the sum of the numbers equals what it equals at the end of the day. Um, they I had to, you know, they had to almost make me have a heart attack to win that game. But okay. if they score those fourteen points on the first two drives of the first quarter, then they win the game. They don't have to come back. Absolutely, each play not. means the mo- whoever whoever had the ball last in that game was going to win the game. Period. And you know that you watched it. So fourteen points in the. 14 points in the second quarter. That game was that game was back and forth the entire time. So they were up four, Alabama was up 14 points. 17 points. 17-0, right? Or was it 14-0 and then 17-7? It was 14-0 and then 17-7. It was 14-0. Sean had that. Yes. Okay. So <coughs> I, I I can't get on board with that. If you have to show me something that cuz to me ref calls change the momentum of games. Substantially, it's like a kickoff return. That's what I'll say. I'll con- a, a, that big call is like a kickoff return for a touchdown because the momentum swing is just absolutely ridiculous. You get a fresh set of downs, you get another opportunity, and you know I, it's a huge momentum swing. And you can't you can't argue with me on that because it is. I just don't like blaming the refs for losing games. All right. Well. We'll move on. We'll move on, and uh, we'll let we'll, Dave hash yeah, we'll that, let out. Dave hash that one out because I mean I'm clearly up one zero, so it's fine. Mike, you know I love you, man, uh, but I'm giving this one to Jay. Hindsight being 2020, you know, looking back at that Clemson versus Pitt argument that y'all had, I almost want to call that one a tie now. I mean, really re-examining everything, you know, Clemson really did shoot themselves in the foot as much as the rest screwed them over. I mean. The picks, the terrible defense, I mean, it kind of is hard to chalk that loss up solely to the refs, but come on, man. When you're looking at this Michigan versus Ohio State game, I don't see how you cannot look at that fourth and one spot or that holding call on defense and not call that the deciding factor in the game. I mean, at least if not the deciding factor, the biggest influence in the outcome of the game. Um Michigan had no opportunity to come back after that, like Jay said. And so 
I'm giving this round to Jay. You can argue me if you want to, but this round goes to Jay. So congrats, man. Uh, the mic is yours. Have your little rant about whatever the heck you want to talk about, but this round goes to Jay. Jay is not my winner. Um, <laughs> I will be protesting this. Hashtag March on Jay. Um, Jay is not my winner. Now's an L. Dave is very delusional right now. Um, he does know, uh, you know, Jay's not a very gracious winner. So, quite frankly, no. I have no clue what David was thinking. Do you live in America? Yes, he does. I'm sorry, Mike. If you don't like it, write your congressman. This is the America we're in. Jay's the winner, so get over it. Jay. So I am your winner. In America, where you beat me, in arguments, is not my America. <laughs> Hashtag March on Jay. Okay, move to Canada. All right, so... Now that I'm the winner, um, have you ever heard of a, a charge call in pickup basketball? I play a lot of pickup basketball. And I went out for the layup. The guy called. I, the, I hit the guy. Jay, you didn't, you didn't give me time to answer your question. I'm not done talking. Okay, okay. I thought you asked me a question, I guess. I guess I was hearing things. It was rhetorical. Okay. Let's keep okay. it civil. So I went into the guy, finished the layup, scored the bucket. And the guy falls. And he hadn't even hit the ground yet, and he's calling charge. And pick up basketball. I told him, I was like, I don't see any refs out here. What are you talking about? The playground can get very vocal at times. And he didn't like what I had to say. He was basically a soccer player that thought he could shoot. So you an old this man? A, no, he was a younger guy. Okay. He, was, he was kind of tall. But he's one of those guys that, you know, you play with on the court. It's just like, eh, might run cross country, might have played soccer, but he thinks What he kind of shoot. court are we talking about? Pick up outside, like neighborhood pick nah, up? We talking about YMCA pick up? Yeah, it's YMCA okay, pick up. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Who calls a charge and pick up? There's levels to this, guys. All right. So that's Apparently this guy ch- called a charge and pick up, though. I know, and he argued with me for another two minutes about the call. So Let me guess you won the argument, huh? No, but I didn't win the game. <laughs> you know I don't lose basketball games. Come on. Okay, enough of that. Um, thank you, Jay, for that highly educational topic. Um. So it is our final segment of the evening, and I thought I'd let you guys just go with whatever you feel like. Really, I just want to hear you guys argue again one more time, and I'm sure all five of our listeners do too. So uh, what, do y'all, what do y'all feel like ending the show with? Since it is Super Bowl week, we are going to give our picks on who we think is going to win, the over-under, and, um, and then the final score. Um, I already know that your argument as a Panthers fan is probably going to be against the Falcons. Yes, and my roommate being a big Falcons fan uh, with all new fresh Falcons gear, um, 2017 for Christmas. Uh, I do not want that to happen, especially since my beloved Panthers, shout out to Cam Newton, a.k.a. Panthers, especially since we lost last year. Uh, That would be terrible for our in-division rival to win it. As of now, Vegas has the over-under at 58.5, and and they have the Pats winning by three. Um, I will go go and and give my score, my prediction, and then I'll pass the baton to Jay. Um, So, yeah, I got the Pats uh, 28-24. That gives me the under, and that gives the Pats winning by four. So I'm going to take the Pats with the points, um, and I'm going to take the uh, under on the score. I do not think the Falcons – um, are going to score over 30 points on the Pats. I know they got that the consecutive streak of scoring over 30 points. Tom Brady, um, Brady, he gets paid to wear Uggs. Um, he has four Super Bowl championships. He has the highest earning model as a wife 
and generally speaking in life, I do not bet against guys with that kind of resume. Um, so I'm going to ride with Tom Brady. He will not lose to a so guy with his Matt wi- Ryan. His, his, his wife is the reason that you're picking the Pats? Yes. Giselle is a great reason to say yes to any decision. If you go to Google and you Google Matt Ryan, you can find him holding up a picture of Luke Kinkley's jersey because that's his son's favorite player, and I cannot make this up. That guy is not going to go into Houston okay. and beat Tom Brady. Okay. 28-24. Your arguments have two topics that are completely unrelevant to football. So I'm going with the Falcons plus three. I say 38-34 Falcons, and obviously the over. Falcons and are putting up 38 against Bill Belichick's defense. Absolutely. Jay. Absolutely. Jay. Le'Veon, Le'Veon got hurt. Pittsburgh was a fluke. Boy. Le'Veon, was, Le'Veon was hurt. Pittsburgh was a fluke. Are you kidding me? I'll, all right, I'll give you that Green Bay was really hurt too, but still. You know the Falcons head coach has just been a head coach for two years, Bill Belichick. What, is that, what does that matter? Asperience? I think that does As matter. a team, you cannot argue. 38 you, points, as Jay. A team, as a 38 team, points as against a team, Bill Belichick's Patriots, defense. This, this is what the Patriots do. The Patriots don't do anything great, but they do everything well. Listen, the Pal- the, Fal- the Falcons have the most unstoppable offense, period. Julio Jones is an animal. Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, good Lord. Matt Ryan Let threw them for, play threw for the five Patriots. touchdowns. Bill Belichick's thing is defense. They are very underrated. Most of these Patriot teams that win championships are not offense, they're defense. Their defense is underrated, even though they lost your Jamie Collins. Argument, your whole argument for them to win was Tom Brady and his wife. And his Isn't that a good argument? Rings. So my Wait. argument for them to win is Tom Brady, arguably the best quarterback in Super Bowl history, and Bill Belichick in the defense, and you're saying I don't have a good argument? You said Bill Belichick in the defense. And let's not act like getting a little nookie from Giselle the night before a Super Bowl won't hurt nobody. I mean – no, it wouldn't hurt anybody, but sex has been proven to, hinder, my mind. to hinder athletes before their performance. The period. man gets paid to wear Uggs. Okay, so he's a baby. 38 Falcon, points. Fal- Falcons win, 38-34, period. Game Pats 28-24. Um, Matt Ryan has four touchdowns. If you're a Falcons fans, I'm sorry, you can cry. Um, you can tell me how funny the Matt Super Ryan Bowl commercials were. Because uh, Tom Brady is snatching his fifth ring. No, he's not. And we're going to come on this podcast in two weeks. And then we'll know who's right and who's wrong. Okay, and I think that does it for uh, podcast number one. Bad Mike signing off. All right, we'll see you next week. This is Jake Keller. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Once again, this is Controversial You. I'm your host, David Douglas, along with Mike and Jay here. We hope you guys enjoyed the broadcast, and we will be back in two weeks. Signing off. Peace.